welcome to 30 Days of Moon Magic. I am Stephanie Matthews with MagicalMothering.com, and you can also join in the 30 Days of Moon Magic to receive the PDFs, be a part of the private community, and get the replays and transcriptions for each day that they are available at patreon.com forward slash magical mothering. So today, going back to that heart chakra, uh, that is the theme for this lunar cycle. And we are in the waxing crescent moon. So this is when the moon is starting to gain some energy. We um, This is a great time to practice intentions. This is a great time to really build up our manifesting capabilities in so much as really being a co-creator, seeing the signs and symbols and synchronicities of the time so that we can create space for these aspects. Good morning, Lisa. And so as we create and build up this energy, expectations is a fantastic thing to work on during this time. Good morning, Leandra. And so expectations, I'm looking at some of my, um, this is, these are all the planners and workbooks associated with the heart chakra. So there's a lot of things and I'm kind of going through them and really wanting to focus on them as I'm building up the daily devotional that I'm working on and these planner sheets that I'm working on. So um, I want this to be something that I'm actually going through and implementing the work that came through me for the past seven years and wanting to do that. So expectations. I'm going to just read what I actually wrote in this little workbook because it's really helpful and I want to hear it out loud as well. Expectations, how they get in the way of loving. When we have expectations that people do not live up to, then we might actually withhold love until those conditions are met. If they are never met, we then might try to control them. If that doesn't work, we'll get angry, frustrated, resentful, that they get to do whatever they want and we don't. We begin to whine, complain, throw temper tantrums. Wait, am I still talking about an adult woman who is supposed to be guiding and imitating what she then wants for her own children and that in her life? Good morning, Karen, welcome. And so it, complaining, throwing temper tantrums. And am I still talking about a grown woman? Yes. I know it may sound harsh and it doesn't always get to that point when we have expectations, but most of the time it does. It doesn't have to get to that point anymore is what the workbook then goes on to say. What if I told you to stop having expectations all together. And I'm doing this because I realize as I'm going through these pages of these workbooks that I've created, that I myself was starting to have expectations of my children. Shouldn't they be able to do more things on their own? Why do they still need so much of my attention? What is wrong with these children? Why are they pestering me all the time? Why can't I get any work done? Oh wait, because they're children and they love me and they actually want to spend time with me. 
what? <laughs> this is amazing that they that they still want to be connected to me. How amazing is that? That they're not like, see a mom, I don't want to have anything to do with you. No, they actually enjoy spending time with me despite my craziness. Yes, imagine that, right? <laughs> despite me like losing and get, getting so frustrated, they still, hey mom, you want to play with me? Hey mom, you want to cook meals with me? Wow, so I really needed this expectations thing. I needed to hear it out loud because it came through and so much of the stuff in my workbooks comes through me. I write and it just, I'm like, whoa, that's what I'm meant to be doing. So releasing all expectations. I have in the planner page for today, um, a couple questions. What expectations do you have of those in your life? We have expectations for our partners. We have expectations that vary differently for each of our children, our friends, our mothers, our parents, our family. The energy that we put into expectations is exhausting because when we have an expectation, we then expect it to be met. And when it's not met, all of that energy then goes into our needs and expectations not being met. So I, um, it's National Breastfeeding Week. I don't know if that's actually a real holiday, but I, I liked it enough that I made a little post about it and posted the two pictures that I happened to have of nursing my kids. And it was one of those things that we have so many expectations on mothers that are just societal. We have then put all this pressure on ourselves to either breastfeed for too long or too short, or is our body competent enough? Is, is, it, is enough nutrients? When do we wean? When do we potty train? When do, like the expectations are alarming and they don't stop. Like the second we give birth and have a child, those expectations of what we're supposed to do, we're meant to do, don't end when our children turn 18. They don't end when our children are young adults. They don't end when our children are 40. Like it doesn't end. <laughs> it doesn't stop. Like, oh, your, your 25 year old is doing that. Like we still have this expectation that we are meant to be providing, giving, being, and then we're still connected with their behavior, their actions, their love, all of it. And so this idea of really releasing all expectations from ourselves, good morning, Lonise, is so profound because it's yet again another form of bondage. We've been talking in the private Discord community about the bondage of money and the bondage of debt and the slavery cycle that that creates for us. And so I'm really looking at, especially in the heart space, our hearts can be held hostage and in slavery and in bondage to so many things. And we can really feel pulled in our hearts to make certain decisions. And then at the same time be held in these already existing chains of expectations or debt 
or needing to, you know, feel successful or all these kinds of things, these programs, right, that can really create such heaviness in our lives. And so after looking at some of that, I want you to spend some time today, if you're able, if you're willing to write down the expectations that you have of others. And then the next question really strikes a chord. How many of those expectations that you have of your children, of your spouse, of your family are contradictory? I want him to go to work and provide for us, but I want him to spend more time with us. I want them to be well-behaved, but I want them to have their own voice. I want them to get all their wiggles out, but they're being too loud all the time. <laughs> like We have so many contradictory expectations, not even looking at ourselves. Like This is just looking at the other. And then we go to turn our expectations on ourselves. I expect myself to be creative. I expect myself to be a channel. I expect myself to be doing spiritual work consistently and constantly. I expect myself to just be. I expect myself to be able to cook and clean and provide and have a wonderful, magical Waldorf style, wild schooling nature home at all times with perfect rhythm. You know, and it's just so unrealistic. And then I go to look at like, no, I have no rhythm right now. Definitely building. <laughs> like, and then I start looking at things honestly. And it's stunning, right? What the expectations are versus what is the reality. And I love the reality. Like, I love the beauty of hey kids we're gonna go to the store today because we ran out of toilet paper because that's how far removed i am from the rhythms of my own home <laughs> that's where my list is not not accessible right and all of these things and it's such a beautiful thing to go it's okay that all of these expectations are not being met simultaneously and especially when we're when we're co-creating our reality if I release all those expectations of having a book done by the end of the year, having goddess camp maybe happen this year, having all these dreams and wishes that then get turned into expectations, like why are you not doing all of this already? That is where the profound shift and energetic drains come pouring in for my life, and I'm, I'm thinking it resonates with your life as well. I'm thinking that as the expectations grow and grow and grow, we then have less and less energy to do any of the things that we expect ourselves to be able to do. And so by writing a list of all of these expectations and then burning them or burying them, and then as they come up throughout the day, of saying, oh, there's a, there's a huge expectation that I had on myself or another. I am just going to see this light on fire in my brain. It is no longer welcome. Expectations, I feel, go hand in hand with generational themes. 
these two kind of are convoluted together in a weird way that they play off each other. They don't necessarily um, make sense as to why we have these expectations until we start looking at our generational themes of what we were taught or programmed, especially being a woman. Why am I so obedient? Oh, that was a generational theme. Why do I want so much obedience from my child? Like, there are times when I want strangely, ex I have strange expectations of obedience in my children when I've never taught them to be obedient. Like, there's just certain times where I really want them to listen to what I say and to just say, yes, ma'am. And I get that some people parent like this. I have never parented for my children to be yes ma'am or yes sir children. Now being in the Midwest, I see this all over the place, right? Obedience is very, I'm in the Bible capital. Obedience is demanded and expected here. And so my children are not that. They, they have not been raised like that. They have not been programmed like that. And yet at some days I would really like that expectation of like, why can't you just say yes? I said it to my daughter the other day. She went to start negotiating and arguing and giving her valid points as to why the rule that I made up was absolutely ridiculous and didn't actually make any sense other than because I said so, right? And I, and I don't use those words. So I have, I get the opportunity to really make clear as to why I would like this need met or why I, I feel like this is a valid point because I do want them to not go through life just saying yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. I would like for them to have cognitive reasoning and to be able to really be able to speak why things are important and valid to them and why other things do not make sense and why there is no point to them. I think these are valuable things. And yet in the day-to-day, -day, in the living of it, I can sometimes wish or have an expectation that they just say, yes, mom, yes, mom, I will do that. And it just doesn't happen very often. So the other day after negotiating with my nine-year-old daughter for probably the hundredth time that day, I said, why can't you just say yes, mom? Why? And I just like, I lost it. And she went, okay, yes, mom. I'll do that for you. Like she really, she heard the need that I just needed whatever it was that I was asking. And she goes, yes, mom, I will do that for you. Because it wasn't for her. Like it, it clearly wasn't her need being met. It clearly wasn't for her. It was for me. Um, and so it was just really amazing. And then it was like, Oh, thank you for being gracious to my needs right now. <laughs> thank you for honoring my needs because I'm throwing a tantrum. <laughs> I'm the one like arguing that it needs to be my way. And it was such like a, a release when she said, okay, mom, yes, mom, I will do that for you of, oh, I'm creating the big deal about this not her or not them, not the other. These are my expectations that are actually getting in the way of connecting.
So um, Janelle, Danielle, Lori, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. And so we're talking about expectations, if you didn't hear already. Um, I went through and read an excerpt from a uh, workbook that will be implemented into the daily devotional that I am writing and that I am releasing expectations of doing and implementing. And if it's done by the beginning of 2023, I will be so happy. And if it's not, I will trust that that is the divine timing and it's not meant to get out of that time. Like I have been so pushing to get this daily devotional and this book written and a new planner written and an Oracle deck snuck in there of like an Oracle deck, a new one is going to come through. I'm like, holy sh what? How much? Like, what? How am I going to do all of this? And as, as you know, I'm sitting and looking at the mundane to magical deck that I made. And I love this deck. And those who have it, Karen has it, I know. Um, I think Lonise has it. The, those who have this deck know how special it is. It was just like this beautiful creation that came through me. And I'm looking at that deck and I'm going, this, that's the desire of my heart. I, fuck all of these expectations of getting all of this done in a pushing have to kind of a way. And so this past week, expectations just kept coming up and coming up and coming up. And so I went, okay, it's time to pull out the, the expectations workbook and actually go through this because there's just gold in these workbooks that I've created. And this is where the daily devotional is really gonna come through is all of the stuff that I've created I have no way, even personally, of organizing it in a way that I can utilize and implement my own tools that I know are available. So I'm so excited to create this beautiful like coffee table style book that each day has like a beautiful written thing with like these, you know, looks like burned edge recipe cards for either a crystal or an herb and um, just some really fun things. So each day you can choose how much of it you want to engulf yourself in or um, yeah, Lori's like, I need it. I, I do too. I'm like, I need this book written already. Um, so I'm excited and eager to release the expectations that have been actually draining my energy to get this book and this project done and to really step into inspired action. Um, and so I needed to do this expectations Facebook Live to really hear those words that these expectations are actually causing harm and trauma and resentment and guilt and shame about not doing it enough or not being enough or um, then turning them on to others of why aren't you helping me because it's an expectation that I instead of instead of communicating our needs effectively we often hold on to unspoken expectations that then lead to disappointment so when we get into the habit, the rhythm, the ritual of clearly stating our needs out loud without expectation, 
just presenting them and being willing to then receive that it releases the disappointment factor it releases the resentment buildup it releases all of these aspects of frustration and that cycle that goes along with it so um i have all of the chakra workbooks and things now organized i have the planner pages that i'm now putting out as the daily pdfs they're much more simple they're much more concise um, the planner pages are really similar to the bringing the wild within planner pages. I, I love this style, which is why I created it that way. So I'm keeping it true to that. So I'd love feedback if you're using those. Um, what more do you need on those every day? What, what am I missing that um, is needed? I know Karen has her planner pages. Um, she has the bringing the wild within. So I'm now doing the planner pages as the PDF pages. Um, expectations lead to resentment. Yes, Lori, like that is uh, such a clear thing or disappointment, right? Those if you if you tend to go to disappointment or frustration or resentment, it's usually one of those three things. Um, and so I know that for myself, when I release my own expectations of myself, and then my children are always easy to release expectations for, and then my partner usually takes a little bit longer. It's a little bit harder. I don't know, you know, because I feel like maybe that marriage bond, you know, I need to control him in a way. It, it sometimes takes a little bit more to like ee, ee, pull all the expectations out, but you can do it just like cord cutting. You can literally pull the expectations out of your heart space and cut them and release them. That's a really powerful way to really release and let go of those aspects. So um, I have a few more things. So we're going to be doing this the next few days. Uh, we've got two more days until the first quarter moon. So we're going to be playing with this for the next couple of days and just doing some actionable workbook type things, because this is what I really want the focus to be. I want to use the tools that I've created and really be able to implement them, because as you can see, they're, they're really good stuff here. It's just all been lost over the years. So I'm excited to create space to really outline each of these things in a tangible way so the um the daily devotional is literally going to be like a magical mothering reference book there's going to be an appendix in the back where you can look up expectations forgiveness heart chakra you know and it'll all be so easy to find all the tools and resources and and tapping stuff and i'm just so excited because um I know that it'll it'll be a support for me and for all of you as well to really have something that you can go to um, because I know like even Karen has how many planners do you have? I mean, like I have like 20 of these planners, you know, what I mean? Karen, Karen does too. She has so many planners like and all of our stuff. <laughs> It's in a stack of like I have a box of them. Yeah, I have a box of planners. He has a box yeah. of planners. Yeah. And each one has like gold in it though. Like I know for her, like the automatic writing and the messages from her higher self and like the inner child work, like 
she has a box of gold, you know, in these planners. And so that's what I want to create and hopefully inspire. Like I've been sharing with Karen that she herself has her own journey and like it need, it needs to be in a physical form to be able to go through. So hopefully by me doing it, it will also inspire others to then make their own magical books or grimoires or however it turns out. But I feel like this is going to be a very magical book. And I want it to be that where, you know, it's this big thick book that you open up and it has all these magical pages in it, each one with something a little bit extra and more. So, um, so again, I just, I have so much gratitude for you, like taking time out of your day to, to chat with me and to be with me and to share your energy and your love and your goodness. So I hope your day is absolutely magical. Thanks for being here. Um, again, let me know if at any time, if you're needing more from the PDF, if it's not enough, if you need extra spaces in there or weekly pages in there, um, I'm now going to make up a whole lunar cycle page for the month. So it'll have um, the full lunar cycle, but it won't be in like a Sunday through Monday type of form. I'm creating that right now. So we'll have like a clear monthly lunar cycle to plan. Um, that way we know what days are the rest days, what days are action days, and we can kind of see it at a glance. Um, so know that I'm I'm excitedly, without expectations now, uh, jumping into this project and really excited. So if you have things that you need, I want to implement those. I want to create space for as much of this as possible. So. Good morning, Jennifer. Welcome. Um, I'm signing out. So again, I love feedback. I love you being a part of this. Have a magical day. I will see you all tomorrow.